This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. Today's story is a little unusual. We'd be the first to insist we never turn the camera on ourselves. But in this case, McFall and Mulady changed our minds, and for good reason. This is a story about a friend and a legacy that will hopefully bring about change for cyclists raving South African roads each day. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning to all of you and welcome to the Joburg Ultra 2022 at the beautiful Cradle Moon venue. Over the years, we've told the stories of many extraordinary people from all walks of life, and today is no different. We're in the cradle of humankind, supporting one of our own. It's almost seven o'clock on a warm Sunday morning in December. Max getting ready to tackle a half Ironman. That means a 1.9 kilometer swim, a 90k cycle, and a 21k run. I detect a uh, slight bit of nerves. Slight. Yeah. <laughs> How are you Lots feeling, of nerves. Man? I'm, I'm very nervous about it, but I just want to get to the end. All I want to do is finish. I'm not here for times, nothing. I just want to get to the finish line. At this point, you probably wonder, why is Mac doing a half Ironman? What's so special about that? Well, that is exactly what this story is about. Go, Mac! One day, I was driving towards Lanseria Airport and I saw that there was a lady that was sitting on the floor and she was holding a gentleman or someone in her hands, but I could see it was a cyclist and she was rocking this person. And I could almost see that this man's scalp had almost been removed. And I'm guessing that's where the helmet was. And the impact must have removed his skin or because I could almost see his head. And it totally freaked me out. Very, very sad thing happened. Uh, drivers accused of running over uh, two cyclists, killing one, a Porsche allegedly, ran into them in the Lanseria area on Malibongwele. A week later, I see a Facebook post and it's Sharon, Sharon Peel. And Sharon, I've known for the past, you know, 15 to 20 years. And so I see her post, which says, my dear Andre, you know, taken from us uh, too soon, you know, your memory will live on. And I'm like, as I'm reading this, I'm now adding one and one. And, I'm, and then I, I'm like, oh God, that person that was hit by a car that day was Andre, was Sharon's husband. I said goodbye like I would every other day and walked back to my room and the phone rang. And it was just said, come quickly. The helicopters were there and the ambulances were there. In my mind going, okay, Andre's either in the helicopter or he is in one of the ambulances. But he wasn't. Andre left quite an impression on Mac. He was an exceptional triathlete and represented South Africa in the world champs. Sharon, his wife and biggest supporter, always by his side. Just that 
instantaneous tragedy that just rips your entire life within 30 minutes. I was speaking to him 30 minutes later, it was over. And I'd always tease Andre. I said, Andre, why are you doing Iron Man? What's wrong with you? And I said to him, you know what? When I'm old and stupid enough like you, I'll do Iron Man. I'm doing this Iron Man in honor of Andre, in honor of his memory, his kids, his wife. It's an incredible gift that you can leave, that somebody was impacted by Andre's life and that that light continues to, to shine through. That's why for me, it is something that I absolutely celebrate and applaud because I'm going, that's what is so important is how Andre lived this life. We reached out when the unrepeal incident happened to the Department of Transport, uh, and we've been engaging with them ever since. Uh, the idea is to form a task team that is going to look at how we can improve the safety of cyclists on the road. Cycling SA's president, Mondisa Nguenya, a keen cyclist himself, has been at the helm of the organization since the beginning of the year. We're very, very concerned about it. I think particularly in the last 18 months, since my involvement in the leadership of cycling, we've seen some horrific accidents on the road happening across the board. Can we put a number on the deaths or incidents involving cyclists uh, every year? Yeah, the latest figures I saw was 451 fatalities per annum. I mean, that's a horrific number. I think that's just uh, the reported cases. The number is probably much higher than that. Despite all the dangers, Mac, like so many other cyclists, has to head out on the road every day. It's mid-November and Mac's been hard at work for just over two months. I catch up with him on the road. How's the training going? The training's going well. Um, I think this week, for the first time, my body is not in pain. But for the past sort of like six weeks, Everything's been sore, even my nails. I think even my hair has been sore. Our training officially began on the 1st of October, but the 1st of November is almost where we're now kicking everything off. Training six days a week, spending time in the pool, time on the bike, time on the road, every single day, right up until um, Ironman. Everything is in pain, but it's going to be worth it at the end of the day, and hopefully when we make it over that finish line. 15 seconds. Langa has been running almost all his life. He's been cycling all his life. I and mean, he's done the Comrades about six times. So I thought, let me do this with someone that I like, somebody that um, I get along with, and somebody that I know. Having grown up together, Langa Lloyd Marlowe knows Mac well. Conditioning Mac for the Ironman in March is his top priority. It's a mammoth challenge. To do an Ironman takes a lot of sacrifice. Mostly in terms of, of, of your time, you're looking at least about 10 hours on the bike per week that you have to spend away from family and you have to run at least about 50 k's within that week. So that's another five hours and you have to put in the swim and you have to sustain it over at least an 18 week period. The biggest thing is really about the consistency and just keep on waking up in the early morning and turning up for training and doing it over and over again. The minute I get onto a bike, the first thing that comes is, you know, do I have my helmet on, are my lights on? Because sometimes you start cycling from like very early in the morning. You almost ride that bike with a prayer. That's all you do. At any point in time, somebody could skip a robot and you've constantly, constantly really be, got to be, have your situational awareness because if you don't, it could cost you your life.
South Africa lives in a lawless society. We don't obey the law. Part of my role is working with the government to try and bring about long-term change to make sure we don't have these incidents where people lose their loved ones. Neil Robinson is the CEO of Pedal Power Association, operating out of Cape Town. Following Andre's death, they launched a project called Cyclists' Lives Matter, with one goal in mind, making our roads safer for all cyclists. Neil Mack taking on the Iron Man in Andre's name, does that help to focus on cycling and safety? Absolutely. I think every little bit helps. And I think it's a wonderful gesture in memory of Andre. All of these things help and they add to the pressure that we are building on the unlawful nature of and, and, and the, the absolute tragedy of these kinds of things that happen on our roads every single day. Mac is another step closer to fulfilling his promise to Andre. At the Joburg Ultra Triathlon, Mac's endurance was pushed to the limits. He experienced many difficulties. Problems with his wetsuit meant he could only do half the swim. And tyre issues meant he had to cut the cycling too. The harsh reality is Iron Man is double the distance. Despite missing the cutoff, Mac pushed ahead with the final discipline and completed the run. This is the farthest distance he has done in one day, spending over nine hours on his legs. I think Andre's spirit just keeps us going one, one foot in front of the other. I just kept on saying, I must finish, I must finish, I must finish. So I don't want to let him down. I don't want to let the kids down. I don't want to let Sharon down. And more than anything, I also don't want to let myself down. I just, I just, I, I want to see this through. I hope what the campaign does is the promise to Andre inspires other people to, to also take on their, their biggest challenges and that that, that light continues. Mac will learn that he will cry every time he crosses that finish line. There will be tears. There will be tears, yeah. From pain <laughs> or just from pure exhilaration and just what you've managed to achieve. If Mac is being inspired by Andre to do Iron Man, then, you know, what a great gift to me and my, my children. The entire car launch team, if not the whole country, is behind you, Mac. And remember what Andre used to say, leave it all on the road. This story was produced by Floris Kutzer. We started looking at the story of Mac doing the Ironman in October of last year. And at first it sounded very simple, easy story to do, Mac's doing Ironman. But then the story quickly changed after I spoke to Mac that he's doing this in honor of his friend, Andre Peel. And that changed the complexity of the story completely. Mac decided to tackle Iron Man, but with that, start a campaign. This campaign is called A Promise to Andre, and it is simply a campaign to raise awareness for cyclist safety. But there's more. This is what Mac had to say. I'm doing this Iron Man in honor of, you know, 
people that have killed, been, been killed on the side of the road, people that have laid there numb and, you know, lifeless because of a drunk driver, a reckless driver, somebody on their phone, or, you know, just, you know, killed because of an accident. Um, it's in honor of them, it's in memory of them. As we sort of like um, get into this and start now speaking more about the actual campaign of making the cradle safer, making running spaces and cycling spaces safer, not only in, 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 in the cradle but all over South Africa, um, I, I think we'll probably gain a lot more momentum because I think government's got to come to the party as well, you know, to say how do we broaden our roads, you know, how do we make them safer, what signage do we need to put up. Vital to the safety of cyclists on our roads is Pedal Power Association. Together with Cycling South Africa, they try to make a difference with government to broaden our roads, to make roads wider, to make cycling lanes and running lanes for all. And Neil Robinson from Pedal Power Association gave us quite an interesting figure. When we see in Gauteng, in Pretoria, you know, in Solomon Mishlanga, you have 10,000 cyclists on that route every single day. I mean, we need to create these environments where people feel safer, they feel more secure, they've got the police, the community, they've got areas where they can actually feel comfortable in going to work and back, providing for their families, and because it is an economic driver, the bicycle in its simplest form. Change is not going to come overnight, and it's certainly not going to be done by one individual. It is a collective effort. Pedal Power Association and Cycling South Africa is working tirelessly to bring change. But they need assistance, and is government willing to help? Believe it or not, the DA and the ANC do see eye to eye on some things, um, and they do work together on various platforms like this. So it's, it's, it's fantastic to see. Often we see them fighting in public, but generally behind the scenes, they, they're in this together in trying to bring about real change in, in safety and security on our roads in South Africa. The fact is, it was the death of Andre that has now turned the spotlight on cycling safety again. I knew that the story would be much stronger if we could speak to Sharon, Andre's wife. Andre died almost a year ago, but it is still very emotional for Sharon to talk about it. All pictures that we showed in the insert was taken from Andre's private training room. When I first met Sharon at the house, this is the first room she showed me. This is very precious to her. It's a room filled with photos, medals, bicycles, signed shirts. You could see that Andre was completely dedicated to the sport. There are even photos of Sharon that supported Andre at these different events all over the world. Sharon has left this room untouched. The tragedy that took Andre from us was, is really awful. Um, and it's not something easy to get through every day, but going into that room really just signifies how he lived every day to its fullest. I've never met anybody who lived such a big life. Um, I think just determined to do everything that he possibly could, and so being in that room with him every day kind of reminds me of the beautiful life and the, the massive life that he, and the legacy that he's, he leaves behind. Every day he got on that bike and he went out on the road, was a concern for me and even for him he was so cautious about being on the road and so he took every precaution to make sure that you know he was as safe as possible but he knew that risk but fear didn't stop him and you know I kind of had to just buckle it up and and support um, the sport.
our story focused on Andre, but his friend Jean Dupree was also involved in his accident. He survived this ordeal, but was critically injured and is still recovering. Sharon remembers that day all too well. I relive it every day I drive past there. Every single day I drive out, every single day I drive in. Just that instantaneous tragedy that just rips your entire life within 30 minutes. I was speaking to him 30 minutes later, it was over. Nothing can bring Andre back, but Sharon is grateful to Mac that started this campaign in honor of Andre. It's really important that um, that there is, a, you know, a focus around road safety. Um, I think a lot of lives are destroyed um, in the process, and I think a lot of it is avoidable. Um, and I wouldn't want any other family to experience this. The more we can do, and it's a collective effort, it's not up to one party or one person or anything, it's a collective effort. And I, I hope that people are more careful and understanding about what happens when you get behind the wheel of a vehicle. We urge motorists to be a little bit more careful. The next time you drive and you see a cyclist, give them more space. Same for pedestrians or runners. Let's all do this together. And finally, if you'd like more information about what Mac is undertaking, just Google the campaign, A Promise to Andre. As Mac continues rigorous training for the much-anticipated Ironman African Championship in March, we are most certainly behind him as he runs, swims and cycles in honor of a dear friend. Find Carte Blanche, the podcast, with new episodes uploaded weekdays on all major podcast platforms. Unique stories, unique perspectives, wherever you go.